So when I think about believing in myself, it wasn't this blind belief. As a matter of fact, some people have the story where you, you grow up and someone is telling you like, you, you, can't, you, can't do, you, you can't do something or you're not good at this or you're not gonna be famous. You know, technically speaking, most of the adults in my life spoke into me in a way that I was pretty sure that I, if I tried something, I can do it. I just never believed in myself to try. I'm extremely passionate about helping corporate professionals transition into entrepreneurship. So I had to share the one thing, the number one thing that helped me develop as an entrepreneur, and that's the morning meetup. I joined the morning meetup specifically for the structure because I'm, I'm leaving corporate America, so I'm used to those morning huddles. We got our sales, we know what our goals are, and we get our day started. So I was missing that for two years before I even found the morning meetup. Now, the second thing that I really, really benefited from was the revenue, revenue generating activity was not necessarily a thing before 2021. Now I had my LLC, I had my website, I had a few clients here and there, but the momentum really took off as soon as I got around like-minded individuals and people who really knew the struggles that I was already dealing with that I could get over my fear of sales and communicating my value and putting myself out there on social media. The friends that I've developed, the mentors and the mentees that I've, that I've created relationships with, Everything has really created this environment for us to thrive as entrepreneurs. So if you want to develop as an entrepreneur, you're leaving corporate America and you're trying to figure out how do I get my footing in entrepreneurship, then the morning meetup will definitely be a game changer for you. You can learn with us, you can grow with us. And I didn't even mention that we have a book club. Join us in the community. Let's get started today. You will not regret it. Welcome back to another episode of the Work and Play podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Young, and today we're gonna to talk about exit strategies. We are always talking about how do you leave your corporate job? And some people jump without, you know, with a wing and a prayer, and then some people jump and they have done all of this extensive planning. Some people plan and they never leap, and 10 years later they look back at their life and they're like, hey, I'm still here. So what's the purpose of an exit strategy? Why do we need it? Who has it? Does it make you successful in the, in the exit or not? These are all conversations that we need to have. So first and foremost, I have to let you know, I am a career coach and I do help corporate professionals transition out of corporate America by creating this exit strategy, which gives them a, um, a runway, so, so to speak, so that they figure out what do you actually need, need to have in place in order for you to exit. For all intensive and purposes, for transparency sake, for transparency's sake, I didn't have an exit strategy before I actually left. I realize a lot of people say they have exit strategies and they really don't. And it's not until you get down into the, the weeds and we start to actually plan out what an exit strategy should look like that they realize, oh, I should have put some more thought into this. So I would say I landed somewhere in that space of having something similar to an exit strategy and putting things in place so that I can be safe when I exit it but there was no concrete document that said, hey, this is what you need to do in order to leave. I'll say it served me in two different ways. One, I didn't overthink the process. I actually exited and three years, four years later, I am now safe out of corporate and I don't have any intentions on going back unless my friend said, what if they created this like specific role for you? Let's say that that ever happens, we will talk about it then. But as of right now, the exit strategy, my exit has been safely uh, succeed, successful and um, that's what I want for you. So on the other side of things, when you don't have your exit strategy set up, you could leave yourself open to all these things that you never considered before you actually left, right? Like how are you gonna take care of your bills? Is that important to you? Do you actually own your bills? 
it, unfortunately, we live in a capitalist society. So if you don't have intentions on paying your rent or knowing how much it costs to live your life, then you'll leave yourself open to just a really rocky road that you don't have to put yourself through. So having a, a, an exit strategy save, serves you as well because you can think through some of the things that you wouldn't be thinking about when you're out there. You don't have to, you can think about it ahead of time, but then also having an exit strategy sometimes can cause people to be very, very like um, strict and, and rigid in, in planning. And you have to know that when you leave your job, things are going to deviate from the plan. So having a healthy balance of knowing what an exit strategy is, having one in place, and then implementing so that you can actually um, successfully live life a little bit and learn things about yourself, that's where we're going with this. So I wanted to be honest with you guys. I didn't necessarily have the best exit strategy, but through creating and talking through things that, ne that are necessary, I feel like my clients are more successful because they've talked about it than if they hadn't. So let's get into it. In this episode, I want to talk about three different components. Um, I am also mentioning this because I'm in a process. I talk about this all the time. I'm currently getting my MSW. And what I feel like happened is that I left corporate America. I became a full-time entrepreneur. I went into school and then I started to unlearn some of the tendencies that I developed as an entrepreneur. So as I'm helping you guys with your exit strategy and you developing your own, let me just be, let me just say that I'm going to be doing my exit strategy with you guys. I'm going to be exiting another system very soon. So in May, I graduate with my MSW and I can't be more happy. I am enjoying the experience, but I can't be more happy to be a full-time entrepreneur again. So that means I need to set the runway so that I can actually prepare as well. So there are three components that we're going to talk about in this episode that maybe you haven't thought about and you can start to think about it now. The first one is going to be planning. Now, a lot of times people think that they have planned, but it's really cringeworthy when you see someone say, yeah, I thought about that. I have a plan. I know how I'm going to exit. And then you ask this question and I really like it because um, I never phrased it this way, but I heard um, a woman named Terika say it. So how much does it cost to be you? is like one of the first questions. My mentor asked me, what are your numbers? Do you know your numbers? So in my program, we talk about knowing your numbers, but knowing how much it costs to be you is really important, a really like easy way for you to just calculate all your expenses to say outside of all of the like luxuries of life. And you might not look at Disney Plus as a luxury, but it is a luxury, right? And if you have a housekeeper and things like that, these are luxuries. So when you take out all of the amenities, how much does it cost to be you? Asking yourself that question and writing down specifically what are the expenses that I currently have that if I were no longer in my full-time job, how would I cover these expenses? That is how you extrapolate the six-month savings, right? We talk about this like six to seven-month savings account and how much do we need to actually have in there? People will say like, I've planned it. But in actuality, you need to be able to calculate first how much you're actually spending on a daily basis, then multiply that times six to seven months, and then you have a solid number that you can work off of, right? Now, what does that number actually serve for? How do you prepare for it? How do you plan for it? You have to start to think about how am I going to develop like revenue generating activities if I'm going to be living off of this, the savings when I quit? Do I want to increase it with additional cash flow? Or am I just literally going to be spending six months of time doing nothing, 
right? So part of, the, part of the planning process is you deciding how much money do I need and how long is it gonna actually give me? That's the knowing your numbers part. The second part of planning is for you to decide like how am I going to spend my time? Right now you work 40 hours a week. So you have a regular schedule, you know exactly what you need to do from nine to five and even afterwards, but what is your structure gonna look like when you actually exit? People don't actually think about what are you gonna do when you have 40 hours back on your calendar? When I quit my job, I um, talk about this part all the time. Like I went into getting, um, I decided to get my certification as a bar instructor. So for me, the first part of structure that I created for myself was after five o'clock, so at six o'clock, I have to be in class so that that now leads my life as an entrepreneur. I was like kind of a, a, corp, a corporatepreneur at the time. I wasn't a full-time entrepreneur, but I was doing things outside of my job that invested in the momentum of the direction that I wanted to be in. For me, I needed to know when I quit my job, the top three responses that I get when I ask, why do you wanna leave corporate America? Are that you want financial freedom, you wanna own your own time, and you wanna build a legacy for this generation and generations to come. Now, this is not a solo job. In order to transition from your nine to five into entrepreneurship, it's gonna take community and it's gonna take resources. And I've created the community of pioneers who are going to wrap around you and help you make that transition successfully. So if you're interested in leaving your job, go ahead and click that information below. Let's get into the community and let's transition from your nine to five into entrepreneurship successfully. Now let's get back to the episode. What, so here's the thing. Let's say, we talk, we talk about quitting our job all the time, but what if you were to get the pink slip today? What exactly are you gonna do the Monday after you get fired? What is the structure of your life gonna look like when you're a full-time entrepreneur? A lot of times we fantasize about having our time back and owning our schedule, but we don't know what that means. So a part of the planning process that I would suggest for you right now is getting everything on your calendar, starting with when, what time you wake up, what calls do you regularly have? When do you eat breakfast? When do you carve out time for mindfulness? I had a 12 o'clock um, time block, and if it wasn't at 12 o'clock, I would even do it at like t at three o'clock, I didn't care, or at 11 o'clock, because this time is dedicated for me to really get recentered in the workplace when I need to decompress because someone said something that I think might have been a microaggression or I did something and my boss you know has a fire drill going on and I need to not let that affect my energy so I had mindfulness scheduled out on my calendar now as a corporatepreneur or an intrapreneur and especially an entrepreneur you need to block off time for revenue generating activity so as a corporate professional your nine to five is, is essentially your revenue generating time because you're a salaried employee, the time that you work is during that time block. So what does that time block look like after you quit your job? Planning ahead a perfect week and what that looks like from the start of your day to the end of your day gives you a better understanding of what you're gonna go into when you actually become an entrepreneur. So when you think about this planning process, I need you to put things in place to think ahead about what is the life that I'm actually creating for myself from a daily operations perspective, from a revenue perspective, as well as just simply from a, like a life and a, a growth perspective. So what are the activities that I'm going to be doing on a daily basis that's not the life that I'm living right now as a corporate professional, right? Am I going to a park? Am I going for walks more? Am I creating a fitness um, regimen for myself? These are things that we need to plan ahead so that we can think about 
What life are we creating after we leave? And that way we don't actually go into this abyss of distraction, meaning you don't plan out your 40 hours a week when you quit. You quit and then the next day you decide, okay, well, I've been working for seven years of my life. I no longer, I need a day off or I need a week off. I deserve this. I deserve to watch some TV. And then you get sucked into Netflix for the next 30 days and you haven't accomplished anything. So you've saved up six months of a salary and you just wasted one month doing absolutely nothing. Now, if you plan that month and you said, okay, so for the first 30 days of me being out of my job, I'm not doing anything, but then on day 31, I'm doing something else. That's even better than you going into it blindly and trying to figure it out when you're in the motion. So planning has so much more to do with the, the activities that you're gonna be doing. The numbers to a granular level, how much, you're gonna, how much you're going to generate, how much you're going to be spending, how much you need to save. Getting very clear about the plan so that when you're in the moment, you don't get distracted and you don't get lost is extremely important. So I can't urge the value of planning um, much more than that. So for me, since I've already built my business, I'm currently planning my entry back into having all of my time back on my calendar. As of right now, I don't hold office hours for my clients. I don't technically do one-on-one -on -one coaching in this space right now. I am only doing group coaching. So when I go back out into full-time coaching, I need to know what my calendar is going to look like, what my office hours are, what office hours are available so that if we're strategizing what your exit is, I need to be locked into that time as opposed to trying to multitask or find time for me to have a conversation and be plugged in with my clients. I need to plan ahead. How will I prepare for more time with clients? Which means right now, I need to be preparing for a curriculum. I need to be preparing for marketing so that you guys know I'm available to work with you. And then I need to be carving out that time on my calendar so I'm not booking over it when the time comes. If I don't think about it ahead of time, then I will be scrambling in the moment. So hopefully you get that point. Planning makes, well, not planning makes perfect, perfect, but Planning makes progress. And if you don't plan, then you'll be lost in the sauce and I don't want that for you. So the second part about the exit strategy, the second component that we're gonna talk about is belief. Like believing in yourself, for me, used to be this like big, uh, audacious, like random thing. But when I think about how I developed belief in myself, there was actually a time when I only thought I was average. There was a time that I didn't, I didn't think that I could reach or reach a level of accomplishment that um, was bigger than I had actually thought. Something that wasn't already carved out for me. That was the scariest thing ever. And if I, if I go back to that moment, some of the things that I told myself was, yeah, I'm really great at communicating, but I don't do that in my job. How am I gonna make money off of it? Yeah, I'm a great singer, but you know, nobody pays me to do that. How am I gonna make a living off of it? And I kept telling myself at every single angle, I do, you do this, you do data, you wanna do all this other stuff. Nobody has ever paid you for that. And I was telling myself, nobody will pay you for that. So I was devaluing myself. I wasn't actually, I wasn't believing in myself. So for me, the first part about belief was actually in me doing the thing. I talk about the career readiness program because it's one of the, the biggest accomplishments that I can talk about in my career because I was able to create a framework and then implement it in three different cities. So 
so I'm able to see that I'm, I created something in this world. For me, it's the career readiness program. That is my anchor in me saying, one, I had what it takes to work from six o'clock to 10 o'clock developing a program on Saturdays, spending all day putting together a presentation, making the connections, burning the midnight oil, putting energy behind a project that no one else told me to do. And so for that, it informed my ability to be an entrepreneur. At the time, I didn't even know really truly what an entrepreneur was, but it, it helped me develop the faith in myself that I can do it. So when I think about believing in myself, it wasn't this blind belief. As a matter of fact, some people have the story where you, you grow up and someone is telling you like, you, you, can't, you, can't do, you, you can't do something or you're not good at this or you're not gonna be famous. You know, technically speaking, most of the adults in my life spoke into me in a way that I was pretty sure that I, if I tried something, I can do it. I just never believed in myself to try. Thank you so much for watching the Work and Play podcast. This episode is sponsored by the Boss Up Conference, which is a community for entrepreneurs, CEOs, celebrities, and corporate executives to come together, network, and solve some problems. Thank you all so much for being supporters of the Work and Play podcast. And thank you for watching the Work and Play podcast and all the episodes before. Now let's get back to the episode. So after I had the data to support my belief, I was no longer having this random blind belief in myself. I knew that I could count on myself and it, it reshaped my definition of stability. I no longer just looked at my two weeks notice as a source of stability. I'm now looking at myself and saying, this is what I know I'm capable of accomplishing. This is what I have accomplished in the past. And as long as I apply the same fundamentals in my entrepreneurial journey or after I leave corporate, then I'm going to bounce back and I'm going to stand on my feet again. That is a knowing and, and it, it shapes, it goes from like, huh, I believe I can do this. I think I can try this to you actually knowing what you're capable of. And even though you don't know what the future holds, you know that you're capable of taking, of withstanding whatever pressures are coming your way. As long as you don't quit, you'll be just fine because you already have a brain that's taking you this far. You've created some great things and you can use that same energy to be successful as an entrepreneur. Now, let's say you don't have that. Let's say you're currently, you feel like you, you have this very, very average lifestyle and you have not done something that you're really proud of. Before you actually leave corporate, now is the, is the time for you to start developing that data in yourself. You can start to develop the, the trust in yourself just by doing the thing. And when I say the thing, I need you to sit down and write down things that you actually wanna do out in this world. When I say write it down, it can be like, for me, it was fitness instructing, it was yoga, it was me actually singing, it was me figuring out how am I gonna take career coaching and make it my own. These are things that I had to write down. And then there were things that I had to do in order to say, am I really good at this, right? So I started to really volunteer more. I, I went to open mic nights more. I became an actual fitness instructor, so I'm doing the things and I'm actually getting data and feedback to support my belief in myself. So these are practical ways that take this whole believing in yourself from this whole mysterious thing and it allows you to tech to like get tangible evidence to support you are the greatest that you've ever seen. You are going to be better in the future and all you have to do is do the thing and you will believe in yourself more and more and more. Imagine it like a muscle. Think about believing in yourself like a muscle. You go to the gym and let's say you start with like two pounds, two pound weights. 
In Pilates, two pounds, going like 100 reps can definitely get you far. But let's say you want to move up in weight. You don't start at 12 pounds. You start at the, at the two pounds and then you work your way up. You start to develop bigger muscles to withstand bigger weight. The pressure and the gravity of like lifting heavier weights helps you develop a bigger, bigger muscle over time. So let's say your, your belief muscle is really, really small right now. Let's start with the smallest things that you can do. Go volunteer, things that are not requiring you to be evaluated or judged by anyone. You're able to just do the thing and then develop your belief in yourself so that as you start to execute on your exit strategy, you continuously are confident that you can, you can do this. Your belief is going to be the thing that helps you get from point A to point Z in your exit strategy. And without that, you may quit. You may quit before you actually see the full tangible results of your exit strategy. So believing in yourself is key. I could have actually made this point one, but I thought it was important for us to start with the, the, the technical part of this process so that you know that along the journey, you're going to need this, this um, belief in yourself to execute it. Now, the last thing is really important. And over the next couple of episodes, you guys are going to see how this is working out for me because implementation you can have an exit strategy all day. You can believe in yourself all day. But if you don't implement, if you don't execute, then you'll never ever see your thoughts, your dreams, your fantasies come to fruition. And then you'll also never be able to truly exit your job, right? So, and I'll say the last, the last consequence or repercussion of you not implementing is essentially you've quit and you run out of your six month or seven month or 12 month savings and then you just have to go back where you started. It's not to just say you go back to corporate because going back to corporate is not always going backwards. But if you go back to where you started, you get a job that's the exact same title that you left and you're essentially putting yourself back in the position that you left. And I don't, I don't go, I don't um, subscribe to wasting time, but if you decided to leave, spend six months living life, which I do believe that that's valuable time, and then go back to the same role that you despise, then you are essentially wasting time. And I will stand by that. <laughs> so um, when I think about implementation, so for me, um, implementing means that you set a date to go volunteer. And on the day that the volunteer exercise happens, if you say, well, you know, I don't really have to volunteer today. Well, that was your opportunity to take your first step. And if you decide not to take your first step, then whatever the next step is becomes your next opportunity for your first step. So procrastinators have an, uh, an issue with this, right? They've developed a plan. They know what they want to do. They know that if they do it, it'll actually work, but they procrastinate on getting started. Someone told me um, your destiny is never, you can never not, your destiny is never, never disappears it's only like delayed or something like that and i really believe that so if the only regret that you have is that you don't get started then by the time you get started yes you'll eventually reach whatever level of success you reach but you're limiting the growth that you can see on the back end life is not infinite life is definitive we don't know when this thing ends but we do know that it has that it has an end to it some people don't believe that they have an end to their life but if you realize this life only offers you a certain amount of days. You can be someone else, maybe as a frozen individual, but let's not even go there. Life is not infinite. So if you have an opportunity to start today, 
then the, if the plan, if your exit strategy starts with you volunteering, for example, when that volunteer opportunity comes, do it. And then continue to do it until you reach the point in your exit strategy where you've one, exited, and then two, you continue to build those revenue generating activities so that you can create a life outside of corporate. Implementation is extremely important because, and, and I'll tell you this, the hey guys, it's Ariel from the Work and Play Podcast. If you're getting any value from this channel, and I mean anything from the tutorials to the podcast to the random videos that you see on this channel, then I just ask that you do one thing. Please subscribe. Subscribe and share this to anyone that you think this resonates with and drop a comment below so I know what other things that you want to see next. Now let's get back to the episode. The value that comes with implementation is consistency. You have to show up for yourself every day. You can't just show up for yourself today and then expect your entire exit strategy to like take hold in order to to fulfill your exit strategy in order to get to where you want to go it is a constant decision every single day to do to actually implement on what you've planned every day doesn't look great and every day i don't have the motivation to ex implement on my strategy but there are things that i've decided i'm going to do whether it's show up for my audience and and, and go live and, and give a um a, um, a lecture, right? Because sometimes it feels like a lecture. I'm talking to myself, or if it's actually doing an interview or Wisdom Wednesday. These are things that I've set in in place that keep me going and continue to build momentum in the direction that I wanted to, that I want to go. So on the back end, the more I the more I do today, the better off it pays off in the future. And if I ever stop one, if I ever don't you know, execute on a day, then essentially that energy, I don't benefit on the back end. So just imagine you, you know, putting money into your savings account. If a part of your exit strategy is to save up $5,000 before you quit and you need to, you need to de deposit $250 a day in order to get it, you skipping out on that four, four times over the next, you know, month or, or three years or whatever, it sets you back $750. I think that's right. 750, 720, 750, I think. Don't get my math right. And if I'm wrong, put it in the comments. Listen, I left, I left corporate finance for a reason. But essentially, the more you don't do it, any day that you miss, you reduce the growth on the back end. You reduce the end, um, the end result on the back end. So implementation, the value that goes with it is consistency. But knowing that you have to put actual movement behind that plan is what makes this thing come to life. And there's so much that happens outside of the exit strategy called life that you're going to learn about yourself in the process. This is just a framework for us to go through on a daily basis so that you can enjoy the process along the way. But without having that in place, you're thinking about life and you're thinking about what I'm going to do with my life and you're trying to build it along the way and you don't even have a chance to enjoy the life that you left because you're so focused on figuring it out and you don't have to. So just in recap, just so that you know, we're talking about exit strategies. So if you don't have one, you need to have a plan. And don't just say, I thought about, I need to have two or three sales a week. No, I need you to know this is how much it costs to be me. And this is how much activity I need to have in order for me to be able to meet that need. In order for, for me not to be homeless. The second thing is being able to believe in yourself. Developing the belief in yourself comes from doing the activity. And the more you do, the more you believe, the, the higher your confidence goes. And last but not least is implementation. 
being able to put one foot in front of the other and execute on your strategy is ultimately what's going to get you across the threshold and keep you across the threshold. The moment you decide not to implement is the moment you allow that momentum to decrease and go back into the opposite direction. This is all up to you. So take some time this afternoon or this morning or this evening or whatever time you actually see this video and write out your plan. And it can be a six month plan, it can be a 12 month plan, it could be a three year plan. But, and I wouldn't recommend a three year plan because unless you're gonna put it in your calendar like dates that you're actually gonna execute, let's make it six months and let's be safe. Or six to 12 months and let's be safe. And let's make sure it's something that you can implement. So if you need support, if you need accountability buddy, that is what the community of pioneers is for. So we have a community of people who have left corporate America and we are developing our exit strategies together. Mind you, anytime you enter a new thing, it's important to have an exit strategy a lot of times. So even if you are going into a new job, having an exit strategy and knowing how you're going to exit if you ever need to is also what the community is for. So we have these conversations all the time. And it's really great accountability and it's great for us to strategize and brainstorm what we want to do next. So until next time and until next week, I hope you guys have a great time putting your exit strategies together and start to visualize how that's going to be when you actually implement because life is not going to look like the same ever again. All right, y'all. So be blessed. See you guys next week. Peace out.